welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast. Before we get started with our really amazing packed episode, I just want to let you guys know that if you're excited about the new Black Panther movie or you're excited about the Infinity Wars movie that's coming out in May, then have we got a treat for you. If you go to facebook.com slash DelphinPod and like that page, we give away things uh, that are Marvel related uh, for the podcast. So we give things away most of the time every single week. Um, And we also want to give something special to the people who are liking and reviewing our podcast on, uh, on, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Spotify. So take a picture of your review and message us on that Facebook page. Again, it's facebook.com slash DelphinPod and we'll send you something really special, a really sweet treat. Without further ado, here's our episode for the week. Yeah, get some Foley sound in there. Uh. Dive into a (laughs) (laughs) Coca-Cola. Did you do you know this would be halfway since the since we do a, a Marvel movie every single week? This is the halfway point between, um, yeah, between Thor and, <laughs> and Infinity War. Yeah, <laughs> right now. So we've reviewed as many movies as as this as the as we w- will as as we did <laughs> as we did, <laughs> and now there's an equal amount <laughs> that we will review that we will review amount. in the future. Yeah, uh, we did it. Math, man, because we're cool. Quick maths. Three, cool. two, one. Math. What? After all this time, now you come to visit me, brother. Why? To mock. I need your help. I wish I could trust you. If you did, you'd be the fool I always took you for. Some believe that before the universe, there was nothing. They're wrong. There was darkness, and it has survived. What's gonna happen? I gave you my word. I would return for you. Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. And boy, do we have a show for you. I think they know what's coming, too, because there's a schedule. So, yep. (laughs) Not a surprise. (laughs) Very predictable. Uh So if this is your first show, man, you kind of start things in the middle, huh? Do you eat a sandwich? Do you just get a, a hot dog and just eat it from the middle? That's weird. Do you Just drive? In, do you drive in the middle lane? What else? I mean, there is technically a middle lane on a highway. So. Oh, if it's a three lane, that's not a big deal. If it's a one way, it's not a big deal, kind of. Oh, one way. Well, hey, my name is Manny. I'm one of your hosts, and we're gonna round robin this hoe. <laughs> cool. I'm John, another one of your hosts. I thought you were gonna say another one of your hoes. <laughs> um, and I'm Andrew. And we have a returning guest straight from the Avengers. Recurring, one would say. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you need one more to be recurring. I guess. Uh, maybe. Is that a hint of things to come? It's to come. Maybe. 
I mean, do I have Who's to? Op- do I have to like open my schedule up now? Yeah. Like- uh, it's Clayton. Hi, Clayton. Clayton. How is how's your life going? It's uh, I guess my heart's still beating, so I'm okay. Mm, very just deep. barely though. Yep. Everyone's just barely alive. We're all dying. Well, this this week was insane. Uh, for for her. this is an insane week for Marvel. Not only are we at the halfway point of our podcast, um, but uh, it's the week that um, the last movie before Infinity Wars comes out. Uh, yeah. The Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. You guys gonna go watch it in the movie theaters? Oh yes, in the IMAX. Wow, right? IMAX is it an IMAX three really D? Is, it, is yeah. it really? Attached to an IMAX already? I'm oh my gosh! Know, I'm sure all Marvel movies are by now, right? I don't know are we making plans right now? I don't know if it were, uh, is it going to be an just IMAX? at this theater. <laughs> I guess it's going to release after. After. I have no doubt that it's probably an IMAX, but that's really exciting that the movie's coming out finally because I heard it's actually really, really good. So this past week it just came out. So technically, we saw it. For all you know, yeah. we're going to have an episode on it, obviously, but it's going to be in line. You, you know, wait. In, yeah, in the yeah, order. You, yeah, so. exactly. It is coming out in IMAX. Oh, hey, yes. Yeah. I knew it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have already have seen it. I'm going to make a prediction. It was good. It was good. No. Well, don't you think there's a lot of things still to cover before the Infinity Wars? Nope. No? I mean, like, I'm just kidding. five yeah, other the, movies? You're talking about yeah. story-wise the or just Infinity the actual Stone? movie? I'm talking story-wise. I mean, this is movie's going to have 50 after-credits scenes, don't I, you think? I think that's why I like... No, it just needs the last Infinity Stone. Well, I think... Well, no, I think, like... Well, I think that's why it's a two-parter. Like, I think that's why Infinity Black War is, No, I think... Black like, Panther Part 2. Well, I, I heard Black Panther has nothing to do with Infinity War. Oh, well, don't uh, you... I, I, I think Captain America is going to show up somehow. I Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're There's doing a, a lot of speculation for a movie that technically no, has already still come out. seven no, yeah. movies down that, the line from this one right, that we're doing right but now. But it already has come out. Yeah. But I mean, no one like, you know, no one's been even even in the reviews or the pre-reviews. No one's been like, well, there's this special scene that, you know, leads to it's like it's, that's true. And usually so you like, do kind of they did yeah, exactly. should I look them um, up unless they're, they're under some sort they're of holding it yeah unless yeah. they're holding it until like the actual main release May, probably probably yeah. until Wednesday at the very Ooh, at the latest but also we had that super awesome they had that uh, photo shoot yeah you guys that see this picture anniversary it's a, it's a class photo for the Marvels yeah, yeah and Coulson wasn't a part of there's yeah. a lot of people a lot of missing people in this photo but it's still a lot of people and and I was reading somewhere that. Someone thought it was like uh, going to the Academy Awards with how many good actors there were sh- who showed up. They said if you look real close in the background, you could see Ed Norton just photobombing oh, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> That's wrong. That's really funny that you say like some people didn't show up and then some people... There is a surprising amount of people who did show up, like um, Alan oh, yeah. Taylor, the director of Thor The Dark One, yeah. which we thought was... I mean, we'll get into that, but we yeah. thought he was like kind of disin... disin you know, Because like, they kind of just... Well, I guess we'll, well talk about like it. That'd be like seeing yeah, we'll t- Hugo yeah. Weaving there. Yeah, or he yeah, exactly. exactly trashed, you know, being in. He the didn't trash movie. those movies, but he trashed the roles that he was getting, and like, he just kind of generalized yeah. it, in like general. big blockbusters. Because yeah, I yeah, mean, he was he basically in the Transformers franchise, and was like, eh. that is crazy. Who did Alan Taylor stand next to? Because I think he's, he's stand next to Feige, right? No, he's in, he's just in, in the, the back. back. You yeah. can't see somewhere. Him. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's exciting. So, so speaking of Alan Taylor, this week our movie is Thor: The Dark World. I'm just singing the theme song there. <laughs> Usually we play the trailer here, but I think Andrew can just from his recollection. Oh, my voice is gone. This allergy season is kicking my booty. Come on, just try it. Try it for the boys. I can't. <laughs> Fine. Well, I guess we'll play the actual trailer. 
But yeah, so <laughs> Thor The Dark World, we talked last week about Iron Man 3 being the hangover to Avengers. Mm-hmm. But this is this is what happens after Thor leaves um, Earth and, and has Loki with him. They just mm-hmm. fly through space back to uh yeah it's almost uh a, a, a continuation yeah, it's a direct, a direct continuation. Se- sequel almost how well i guess we'll get to that movie also later on but i was just gonna say ragnarok oh spoiler alert Clayton. Geez. what jesus christ people Clayton. didn't even know that movie oh. existed until now hey, hey like i My said God. we'll get to it we I know that thor survives oh no Damn it. But I'm Thor The Dark World is directed uh, by Alan Taylor, who we talked about a little bit, but he has a, a very different style than some other Marvel movies. Game of Thrones, baby. Right. And he the also does. Yeah, he has yeah. a his resume is really impressive. He he's known for just directing like hard drama television, which, which is whether it be the um, hardest. Mad Men, um, episodes of Mad Men, you know, episodes of Game of Thrones, which he's most known for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um what was another one? The Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah, the Sopranos uh, yeah. I think the Sopranos and Game of Thrones or like his longest shows that he's done. Like the wow. credits, yeah. yeah. And he's a he's primarily like a dramatic type of like director, at least from what I'm from what I was gathering and you know watch or li- listening to the well not listening to the commentary, reading listening to interviews and also just reading about the production history of this movie. Um he seemed to be kind of like, you know, taken back on how the movie turned out in post, but he apparently he was like all, a really awesome director like, you know, while during principal photography. Well, this movie well, does have a pretty and different tone. Well, and it looks pretty from the get go. As soon as we open, like you get that dark elf sequence. I think John's right that it's kind of like shallow Generic, in that sense because that's their only motivation. They're like, oh, it was dark before, so we just kind of want it to be dark every all the time. Yeah. So we should kill you know everything. I, I actually really enjoyed that, like like the history lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you had the prologue. Really, but but what he's saying, I guess, is that there's no motivation in like them being evil. They just kind of want to be evil, you know yeah. that that typical villain esque, which is cool. But right, again, from the get go, that war where like you see King Bor, uh, Odin's father, come out and uh, start fighting Malekith and all the curse and all that 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 looks great. I mean, you could tell that the it's really uh, pretty and it's really awesome. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, a cosmic, yeah, exactly. like a cosmic Lord of the Rings battle, basically. Yeah, they introduced the uh, the Aether, the Aether, whatever you want to call it. This movie is actually special for a lot of things because of the fact that, like, you know, it's the first time you actually hear the word Infinity Stone, first of all. Yeah. And you actually well, do, do. they call it Infinity Stone? Or at the very they, end. They at do. the very end, yeah. they do. Right. Uh, but uh, Spoiler. The, I actually wrote that in my notes is that they did actually refer to them as stones in mm-hmm. the middle of the movie. Yeah, they Which do. Is, that's funny because we were just talking about kidney stones before the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Full I have, circle. I have Infinity right, yeah. Stones. I think this is fine Kidney right now. Infinity Stones. No, but let's talk about our first impressions. John, what was your first impression of Thor? The Dark World. I think when I first saw it, I, I enjoyed it like a lot. I mean, it's not um, looking back on it now. It's kind of a little bit of a weird movie. And you can kind of see like a paradigm shift on how like these movies. Because I think at the time also too behind the scenes, there was still like a committee being, you know, used for like decisions. Like Feige was obviously the head honcho, but he still had to go through, you know, a board of, you know, a board of uh, directors, basically, or trustees per se. A like brain you know, that, trust. Yeah. Involving like Brian Michael Bendis, um, you know, Joe Casada. All them people like that that are no longer involved in Marvel movies now. Now it's just all Feige. But you can totally see how, like, kind of how this was the beginning of a lot of, like, you know, quote unquote, like, you know, kind of mishaps for Marvel or like that people kind of like to point out, like, you know, the unmotivating villains, you know, like, which, you know, continues with, you know, some would say like Ronin the Destroyer and then, you know, or Ronin the Accuser, excuse me, shit, shit yeah. uh, going forward and stuff like that. Um, but I think I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it's not the not the worst or, or the best movie Marvel movie out there and it's it's kind of fun 
to see Thor very serious because the this is the movie where the Thor character, like Chris Hemsworth, plays him the most serious, and so he's like very like raw and like you know, um, super like you know, like battle hardened demeanor and stuff like that. And I think it's it's pretty cool. And then you do get a really cool action sequence at the very end with Malekith and and um and Thor, and plus the cast in general. Like even if half of the cast is kind of wasted. I mean, the cast is still really awesome. Like you get Christopher Eccleston, which is one of my favorite the actors. The Night Doctor. Yeah, the Night Doctor. And then you get... Doctor. Um, you get... Um, you obviously get Natalie Portman and, you know, Kat Dennings and all them all them folks there. Oh. Their roles are a little weird. <laughs> but... Um, Do you call girls them folks? <laughs> I was, we the folks. I mean, um, after Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings, there's other dudes. So that's yeah, what I was kind of referring yeah, to. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, it's like I said, it's kind of in the in the Thor realms. Like if we're ranking the Thor movies, it's, I feel like it's kind of still in the middle. I still kind of like, you like this Ragnarok. The no, I kind of like Ragnarok and the first one better than this one. So it's not in the middle, it's at the bottom. Oh, wait, wait, no, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of hard. We'll, we'll talk about that one after, after we talk about it yeah. a little bit more, I guess. Right. What did you guys think of Thor? The Dark World. You know, for me, uh, <laughs> you just hit, you just yeah, hit him. I was telling that's you, not how you, that's not how you treat guests, Andrew. I, I actually oh, didn't ow. see how far he was, so I, he's bleeding. He's going to sue us now. I don't know well, my no, own see, uh, It was actually funny. Me <laughs> and Drew were actually talking about this earlier. Um, I don't actually remember the first time I watched this movie. The yeah, first, he, he told the, me the only thing the he remembered. The first and last time I saw this movie before last night uh, was uh, in theaters. Yeah. And it was with my wife, and she tells me all the time that this was the very first movie that we saw together. And I, I feel really bad because <laughs> I don't remember it at all. Well, um, yeah, you, you told me all, make, he, all were your. You, were you making out? No. Oh. I was actually watching the movie because it was gentleman. a Marvel movie, and I was really enthused about it. But, nice. like, at the same time, uh, my thoughts on it, as far as my first impressions, were that it was very forgetful, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. So uh, but, watching it, but watching it now, watch, yeah. watching it last night, uh, with you know the first, because I, I still think Thor is still one of those titles that holds like the shortest timing for a movie, right. as far as like the runtime. Oh, the runtime. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but even last night when I first watched, started watching it, I was very locked in. Uh, because, like you said, it, this was a very dramatic Thor movie mm-hmm. compared to the first one and compared to Ragnarok uh, that we have, you know, a, a witness to now. Um, and I, I actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed, uh, for what it was, the chemistry between uh, Chris and Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. uh, was great. You know, right. it's, mm-hmm. and it continues to be great even with Ragnarok in the future. Uh, you know, and even the supporting cast, like you said. Uh, Natalie Portman's character was a little bit more important right and this one compared to the first one uh just because of what happens to her with the aether and uh getting uh drawn into that uh I guess dark matter mm-hmm. dimension or whatever it was uh but you know the the and also another supporting cast that is a very important role Frigga yeah exactly yeah Frigga uh, Rene Russo yeah, yeah. She she played her character spot on. It was awesome, uh, and even uh, Zachary Levi, his introduction to Fandral, uh, because of course the guy from Once Upon a Time, I forget his name. Uh, he was uh, supposed to reprise his role. There. Yeah, he yeah. was I'm supposed to reprise his Once role. Upon a time. 
he uh <laughs> he was supposed to reprise his role but because Once he was a, time came on yeah yeah he completely let go of it mm-hmm. uh but so still like uh Zachary Levi did a very good job portraying that character as well right now yeah. you should them Andrew Boom. um well the this first is the time, end of the podcast already, yeah we're, we're so done. you know I'm just kidding we're, yeah we'll fix it a post um the first time I saw it I think I liked it and then it's funny because I had, I, I saw it I mean, when I got it on Blu-ray. I saw it again. But it's been a long time since I've seen it. So between the last time I saw it and this time, it kind of felt like my opinion degraded of it. But I think it's just because of how much good movies are. The other out, movies are. Right, exactly. Yeah. Are uh, that, that came out since then. You got bombarded with Spider-Man. You got bombarded. With uh, Guardians, you know, both volumes and you got bombarded with Civil War yeah, and an Winter Ant-Man Soldier movie, yeah. and Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and things like that. So, um, but now watching this again, I still had a good time watching the uh, watching this um, over. And I think stuff like the one of the after credit scenes is cooler because of it now. And I remember it got harsh reviews because of what it looked like at the time. And... Um, but I mean, I think that like the way you guys said, the acting is great between, uh, especially Tom Hiddleston, yeah, and he's um, great in this movie. He's awesome. Yeah, and, I mean, I think Chris Eccleston is kind of underrated because his performance was cool. I mean, it was not like he didn't he, have a lot to do, but he's like right, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it could have been a you know, it could have been Mickey Rourke, you know. Right. It was supposed to be Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, which I mean was really. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did yeah. not know that. Kaecilius. Yeah, he, um, he ended Strange. up. That's why he took Hannibal the role of Kaecilius in Doctor Strange because he was, you know, wanted to. He missed do out a Marvel, the yeah, Star- right. Marvel movie. Wow. But um, yeah, and I mean, I'm a big fan of his stuff, like uh, Twenty Eight Days <laughs> Later, and you have him in uh, obviously Doctor Who, which is <clears throat> I'm a super big fan of. But um, you have really awesome uh, moments like the uh, Viking funeral, and um, like John said, that that fighting. Uh, the fight sequence at the end where they're kind of going between dimensions and uh, teleporting everywhere and uh, you get the infinity stone stuff so I mean I still had a good time I mean I, I, I thought it was worse than it was and it really wasn't it was, it was mm-hmm. I mean it's not the worst Marvel movie so yeah no we've been kind of shitting on it like the entire podcast yeah, up until now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, we're like, oh man I got like I don't want to watch it yeah. but now seeing you know it I was like oh yeah, man it was good. Well, grab your toilet paper I'm about to shit some more I'm just kidding. That was bad. Wow. Let me think of another line. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe w- I'm going to poop emoji this. Yeah. No, that's not good either. Yeah, yeah nope. shit some more. Yeah, shit some more, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. No, I think I agree with you guys. I, I will say without Loki and without Thor, this would be a fairly generic superhero movie. I think because from what you were talking about before. The hero. <laughs> well, yeah. without, it, without Thor and Loki, it'd you be evil it villains. Yeah. No, but I mean, really unique to there's just the charisma that that Loki has to pretty much everything that he brings yeah. in. He wasn't even supposed to be in this movie until they wrote him in because of yeah. Avengers. I think yeah. he was, he was supposed to be. No, I think he was supposed to be a little bit less of a of a character. Like I think he was supposed to be in the dungeons a little bit more. And yeah. because you know, I mean, because he's fucking Tom Hiddleston, they're just yeah, like, so yeah, write bring, some more fucking let's buddy yeah. comedy. Of this, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I did get I something really unique about Thor was kind of that fish. The, the original Thor is that fish out of water thing. And I thought they had a, a lot of um, opportunity with uh, bringing Jane uh, Foster, to, to, to yeah. Foster to Asgard. And there was a little bit of that. She kind of didn't feel like she belonged. I think she said she felt like a goat. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I, I, <laughs> What did she I say? Love, she uh, felt like a goat. What was the line? Like, like, yeah, Tom she Brady. said, you don't belong here anymore than a goat 
belongs at a table or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I, there's no way she looked at the camera and said, I feel like a goat. The, that's some of the best parts of humor, too, where she's yeah. like, you told your dad about me? Yeah. And she's like, who do you think you are? And I think this I'm is a lot. This, this lends itself more to a love story than it does a lot of things. Not just between Jane and, and Thor, but also his mother. <laughs> I love it. I like Loki and his mom. Yeah, like, there's that, a lot of. Oh man, yeah, that, that's so a lot like of personal stuff. Yeah, that, that's that's so cool. I think that's the Sopranos, Game of Thronesy kind yeah. of jazz, and yes, yeah, that, well, that Alan you know, Taylor is good at. In, in in going back to whether Jane kind of felt there or not, uh, in the movie, you know, she's infected by the the aether. And How do you say that? Aether? Aether, aether, aether. We were kind of that. talking about that yeah, earlier they, before the podcast. They, I have an Ethernet. Cord. They pronounce it Ethernet. Well, they they, pronou- <laughs> they pronounce it in the movie as ether, right? Like at, the, at, at some points. Yeah, yeah. The most majority they call ether. it ether, but the way it's, it's spelled, spelled, it's ether. It's a e. But how do those elves say it? They have it's a like different language. Aeropostle and aeropostle. <laughs> hey, the funny thing is about the 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 elvish language oh, that here was we go. actually right. just made for that movie. Yeah. It's not like. It's something like that is Man found in like Lord of the Rings or anything. That specific language, language was made, made for, for them. That's really yeah. cool. Like Speak it like right now. Do you guys know any words? Um, and no, Man of Steel. I, I, I actually don't. But going back to Jane Foster not feeling uh, uh, at home or whatever in Asgard, uh, the really cool thing that I thought was cool was when she was infected and they were kind of observing her body. Um, they were talking about how uh, in the very first movie, I know I wasn't here for the podcast, but uh, in the movie, uh, Thor is uh, explaining to Jane the uh, how science and magic are, are so relatable. Right. And in this movie, you get to see that. Uh, Jane is explaining something as far as like the way that quantum field quantum generator. Field generator. Yeah, she, uses quantum, a, yeah. she uses an actual scientific term for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's the, like, yeah. the Asgardians are like, no, it's a soul forge. No, it's a soul forge. And then she's wow. like, well, does it do this? And they're, and they're like, like, yes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that's then that's, what, it is. that's yeah. what that is. Yeah. That does so much for the future of this franchise instead of it being something magical and insane like a Steppenwolf. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's, it's the same thing. Stop. And I think that, I think that to show those parallels does a lot for the franchise, especially headed towards a movie that melds all of these worlds together. Like mm-hmm. Infinity Wars, Countdown to Infinity. Download it now. <laughs> Subscribe and like to the podcast. And Avengers also podcast. on Spotify. Also um, on Spotify. Is this the second Infinity Stone that we bumped into? Yeah. Is yes. This only this is, the second. This, this is the o- only the second. Wow. But this is the first time you actually know that they're Infinity Stones, right? Because in the first. Yes. When you the um you know we we talked about it on the Avengers podcast, uh, not, I mean the actual Avengers podcast. Countdown to Infinity and Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and like today now on Spotify and um, the radio. No, <laughs> we were all meant to, or at least I was meant to believe, and then like you know some possible other you know Marvel fans who were kind of following the movie um, that the Tesseract was the Cosmic Cube, which is a totally unrelated, right? Unrelated, you know, artifact in the comics that does it. Well, the obviously, cube is, is the Tesseract. Stone, right? Yeah, exactly, and it's not an Infinity Stone. It's an actual cube that you know mm-hmm. does do cosmic shit. Um, I don't know how many s- stones there are, but um, <laughs> I guess five. But it, you I never actually heard about that. Stone thing. There's technically six. Oh, the one in the middle. One in the middle. And I you, have a gauntlet in there, and, it's and I think never it was counted. it was really exciting because you actually had no idea that they were going to go in that direction. Like you kind of saw Thanos smile, and you're just like, all right, cool. Well, Thanos is. He's here. Some people thought that was the Red School. Yeah, and then, but and then, like true. at this, at this time, when you get the, you know, the after credit sequence, that awkward after credit sequence, um, you do the 
you know, you have the collector announce that it's an infinity stone and that there's five more to go. And right. then at that point, well, everyone's o- Odin jo- references them too, right? He kind of says that they were like uh, the other relics. I, relics. Well, he just exactly. says like, the other yeah, relics yeah, appear yeah. as stones. This one appears as fluids. But even then, that's still like a small little hint yeah. because you don't mm-hmm. you don't really get the full right. Yeah. It could be story. The, the staff well, of the Living Tribunal or something. Let's yeah. talk about the stones a little more. It was one of the things that Alan Taylor. I mean, we talk about him making his movie. He he had full creative control over making. Shooting, shooting. Film. yeah, exactly. But he says that the movie itself is a lot of tinkering on the back end by the studio the committee, yeah. And so I'm wondering how much of that was to serve the purpose of Infinity War countdown to Infinity. Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> a lot, like well, but how much like, of it like is the, just like, uh, like yeah, the conversation we were having in Avengers? How we talked about how after the Avengers, because it was. Yoss Weedings. Yeah. Uh, Yoss. 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 We know. Uh, it was his we creation uh, that he kind of just messed around with it. And then that molded what everything else was going, to, going be. to become. Yeah. By that time, they were still planning things. And because they made that in Avengers, they, they had to. They had to warp it into a way to finally get down to well, infinity War. what do you think marvel changed or added or what do you think the actual alan taylor version would have been like less plot or i less get the feeling that a like, lot more well, incest game of thrones if you actually watch there's, there are video interviews with taylor and feige sitting close you know like literally like across from each other and they, they sound like a taylor, stalker john well the, i just remember because at one point this is a really funny video because alan taylor is candid like they ask him like why do you think the movie is so funny and then he gives like some sort of weird answer that offends Feige. Like Feige turns and looks at him like, "Wow, like why did you say that?" <laughs> and like, what did he say? I don't know. No, but, but they ask him. It's like the, the humor in the movie, blah blah blah. This and he basically oh, gives that an was answer. Marvel. Yeah, he basically says that he's like, yeah. "That was not me." Like yeah, the humor and, and in the I, movie and was I kind of see it uh, in the movie. Uh, there's uh, one in particular part, like in the major battle mm-hmm. at the very end, um, where for some reason. Thor, you know, with the whole thing with teleporting with uh, the inventions plus the uh, what do they call the alignment of the planets? What do they call the, the convergence? The convergence. DC Comics. Uh, yeah, I know. Convergence. Uh, with the convergence and everything that's going on, they're able to use this technology to teleport. Uh, and Thor is teleported in like the subway. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and he he's does like, how do I ask Greenwich? Yeah. yeah. I told you that. Just, I love it, that it was one. out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, you're it right. It was out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, like, I, but I Andrew told, said he liked that. I told really John, funny. I said that was one of the bit. That was one of the jokes that I actually did like. Now, see, I think like even more obvious than that part because that part, yeah, was obviously like was added, the Darcy probably, one, right? Was the Darcy Sweens bef- between that, like when they're when they're kind of running yeah. from Darf El- Dark Elves, Dark Elves, yeah. Dark Elves, and, and making out and stuff. That's the ones I, I didn't appreciate, but I actually because everyone's like, like the there's a one scene where they're like. Darcy, and then just like Ian, and then Selvig, and, and then meow, like, and meow. then Mew Mew instead yeah. of Mjolnir, and then it's just like that's that Marvel. Yeah, that like, was yeah. Marvel right there. Yeah, and then there was also a part which I'm sure uh, I don't know if you guys liked it or not when they hit the glass building and they were like just like oh, yeah, sliding, and, yeah, yeah, and I, I was like, oh eh. yeah, when they sliding yeah. down because they're yeah. both screaming, both of them, and, like, then, oh. and then Algolson was just like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little weird because it it had such dramatic moments that were um, really dark, and I mean Thor's mom is yeah, and that's killed like a, in this a very powerful yeah, moment. Like, to be honest, she went Malekith's ass, and had Chris not walked in, they would have fucking won because she was fucking a beast up in that beach. Yeah, I think yeah, but I think to answer your original question, I think or like you know to add upon that or just kind of close it down, um, 
Thor, one uh, of the two. We'll wrap it up. We're, we're, we're done. <laughs> no, I think like I think the movie under Alan Taylor's because obviously you said that he had um, you know complete freedom while shooting. I think had maybe he, had, he just felt that way. Possibly, and or maybe not. Maybe I think like they just kind of. I mean, he probably did have a lot. And of they're like, shooting. we're just going to cut all the stuff he's shooting yeah, today. Yeah, so yeah and then we're going to do whatever he wants. They I, completely Zack Snyder. Yeah, I oh. think that they. Um, I think that it would have been a way more dramatic movie. I feel like. Yeah. Like, I don't you know, know if it would have been a little bit different, but I think it would have been like a lot more dramatic. One than it one is thing now. that I really felt, and I don't know if it was just Natalie Portman herself, but there was a lot of time in this movie. I felt like I was watching a Star Wars film. Right. Like, I yeah. don't know if any did, of you guys yeah, I did felt tell like John that. that yesterday uh, also. It's kind of really dense with well, especially all this extra when they get into stuff. the ship and like they're flying and no, like you're, these you're seeing the fa- aesthetic though, right? Yeah. You're yeah. talking about the aesthetic. Well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The aesthetics, but also when they're like, well, I guess this is also aesthetics when they're just in Asgard talking, like just the whole interaction. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, it felt like, yeah, like a Star Wars film. Yeah, like Coruscant. It looked like Thor and. Uh, Queen Amidala were out there trying to make, they're trying to hammer out some tax uh, eva- evasion uh, fraud. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it is, it is very melodramatic, yeah. like much of the Star Wars movie, because it, it, Star Wars is a really basic cake with just a shit ton of frosting. Yeah, and this movie yeah. does have a lot of that, partially because it's mostly not on Earth. Yeah. It's in space. Right. They introduce all these different creatures. There's like a rock monster. There's that's Korg. Korg. No, Korg. it's not. It is Korg. No, I. It's we were talking about this earlier. I looked at the credits. It's not everywhere Korg. that I could possibly find credits, and there's no mention of Korg. I'm about to whatsoever. look this up right oh now. Oh my though. gosh! Live, it live is the same. The same yeah. creature. It's, it's the, the same, same design. It's the same creature because it was calling back to the very first issue of Thor. Thor. Right. Yeah. Uh, the very first issue of Thor. The uh, I forgot the the type of alien it is that yeah. Korg is, but. Uh, on the cover of the first issue, that's what he's fighting. Yeah, and, he's and technically, Korg is the enemy in that first issue, right? Way yeah. back in the forties, uh, which was the callback. Because back then, everyone and, was scared of rocks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For some, they were reason. dangerous. Yeah. You know. Well, so the, yeah, so this movie does have a lot of that kind of extra like, stuff. Yeah, Thor: The Dark World director Alan Taylor revealed that stone like. Cronin that Thor fights in the scene opening act. What website is, is that? Korg. What website is that, Andrew? Booyah. Is it Breitbart? That's comicbook.com. Oh, oh, fake comic news. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> like it, just no, say that, fake that news. website is run by fanboys. So yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it really is. It's but, yeah, Well, there's a lot of listeners. Okay, well then, but so does, Ragnarok uh, but, just completely ruined continuity. Well, and Taika yeah, Waititi has, has admitted it yeah. like directly that, that he knows that it wasn't Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Well, so yeah, this movie is kind of a mess. Well, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about it after. Kind of a mess. <laughs> it is. It's, it is. It's the lowest yeah, reviewed a fun mess. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the lowest reviewed Marvel movie of all of them. Is it really it's kind lower of weird. than Iron Man two? Lower than Incredible oh. Hulk than all the other ones. You lower liar. than Iron Man three. Yeah, lower than Iron Man three. Um, but w- speaking of low, kind of like an we're about to pander to you with our really fun trivia game. Um, so we're going to take a break when we come back, we're going to do the trivia game and then we'll, then we'll, we'll talk about more uh, uh, Thor. More Thor. More Thor. 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 Real quick. Fun fact. Yeah. Thor came out, uh, in a different country, uh, Thursday morning. Yeah. And, uh, so they called it Thor's day. But the funny thing about Thursday is that it actually comes from the right, Jupiter. Uh, comes from Thor and yeah. wow and mythology. Yeah. And this episode is coming out 
on Monday, Monday. <laughs> which is only which is named after the moon. Three days surprise, huh? Away from Thursday. Thursday. Wow, Thursday. This is Illuminati stuff happening here. Welcome back to Countdown Infinity. It's now time for the Kahoot Trivia Game, brought to you by the Honda Accord 2000. <laughs> what? what? Guys, let me get this car ad in here. The, the all-new Honda Accord, now in colors you like, like red. Uh, name another color. Green. No, 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 no. They don't have that. <laughs> yeah, they sold out. But it's a good. It's a good car. It's got four doors. It's got four wheels. Some people count the trunk as a door, especially kidnappers. So it could be a five door. You have the unique five door model. <laughs> yeah. We oh the front that where the engine pops up that could be a door. You could you can slide into the back door. That's six doors. That's some people count the gas the gas the gas thing as, as a door. That's seven doors. A, a seven car door seven car. Doors. That's more doors. That's mostly and the sunroof. That's another door. It's an eight-door eight door car. Fake doors. The what? Fake doors. What? You don't know about fake doors? No. That they won't open? I want a fake not door. Not this one. Not this one. This is from Rick and Morty, homie. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you miss it. Anyway, so here's how the trivia game works. is uh, we, we utilize this app called Kahoot. I read some trivia questions from the film we're talking about, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, Thor the Dark World. You're like, man, I studied the Shit, wrong I was, movie. Yeah, I, was like, I was getting confused myself. I was like, wait, what the fuck? This is just... Hit- that was a the first question. part was right. This is a history of Texas. No, it's, it's Thor uh, the Dark World and his trivia uh, questions. And uh, the faster you answer the questions, the more points you'll get. Are you boys ready? If you guys are ready, wave your shorts in the air like you don't care. All right, everyone's waving their shorts in the air. Someone looks like they care. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, here we go. It's starting. So the last couple games, except I think uh, John's only lost one game. Here's the first question. Who directed the mid-credits scene featuring The Collector? Was it Alan Taylor, Joss Whedon, James Gunn, or the Russo brothers? Who directed the mid-credits scene from this movie? Yeah, it was James Gunn. He's, he was about to make his own intergalactic Marvel movie. Do you guys know what that movie was? Nope. Guardians Black of the Galaxy. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn, the you know director that, um, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Alan Taylor apparently hated that scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, I, would, I would imagine why. They had beef. That's why I was wondering what, who he stood next to. Because he, he made a he made a really weird joke about it and then had to apologize to James yeah, Gunn. Yeah, he, he apologized to James Gunn. But like, it was really, it was really odd. He said next like to he, James Gunn in the picture. He, wow. Um, Wow, it was really odd. Yeah, because he he had oh, well, obviously like oh, no, we'll get more to this. <laughs> oh my god, here, oh my god, oh my basically god. like that's what happened. Like he it was like I wouldn't have shot it that way. I didn't know it was going to be inserted. He was like, but it he was said weird. it in such a derogatory way. He said, "I thank God I wasn't on set yeah. that day or something He's like, like it that." Violated god. my movie god. by forced insertion. Anyways, Alan Taylor, James Gunn, open invite to hash it out here on the podcast. Mud battle. Ooh, like, like, <laughs> like pay per view type stuff. It, this is this is some uh, Howard Stern type stuff. We're gonna some become a smut radio HLA. show. Right. We got some real hot directors here. <laughs> They're just rolling around in the mud. <laughs> it's freaking hot. I don't. I've never listened to Howard Stern. Is that what he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Probably. basically you nailed it. Yeah. He asked people the worst questions, uh, <laughs> like the most uh, weird ones. Anyways, Howard Stern, you're welcome to open invite. Also, Howard Stern. <laughs> Andrew, wow, you answered the quickest. Fast Andrew, that's what the girls... 
The second question. <laughs> what was originally supposed to happen to Jane Foster in the first draft? Was did, did she die? Was she Loki the whole time? Did she live in Asgard forever? And did she become evil? Uh, damn, I don't know this one. What was originally supposed to happen to Jane Foster? Clay's got this one. Watch. Um, oh. She, oh, she, what? She was supposed, the ether was supposed to consume her. And she destroys that planet. She was going to become Malekith? She was becoming, she becomes oh, a bad cool. person. I would have actually enjoyed that movie. Like it says, it yeah, was that would have been pretty cool. Because like, that would have been an actual, that would have added a little bit more There would have been a more it. reason why she's not in the other Marvel yeah, the movies. Yeah. I'm glad I made up this question. She would have been hella. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, this is real. <laughs> real stuff, guys. Third question. Oh, Andrew's still on top. That's what the girls... What does the director think happened to Odin at the end of the film? So Alan Taylor said something actually happens at the end of Odin. What does he say? Does he think he dies? He hides on Earth. He becomes an Infinity Stone where he joins the Avengers. <laughs> he becomes an Infinity Stone. He dies. Alan Taylor was like, oh, Odin dies at the end of the movie. And of course, it doesn't matter what he thinks. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a hint of that. Like when he's yelling at Thor during one of them, like when he's when Thor and him are kind of having like a verbal um, altercation there. Um he gets heated and he touches his heart. Like he's like, yeah. ah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah like, that was out of nowhere. It was because well, they don't com- actually com- compared you know, to what the movie, I guess, would have been. It's right, just showing yeah. you that dad's getting old. See, that's Aww. also what I thought. And I was like, oh, he's about to go into Odin sleep. But I was like, oh, that was the first, the first movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like, How yeah. insane is it that you have a sleep named after you? I'm trying to go into that Odin sleep. He sleeps for a long time. I'm gonna go into it, Andrew. Shit. I think it's just called hibernation. Yeah, bears go into Odin sleep all the time. No big deal. Hey, do pandas hibernate? Panda. We'll find out on the next episode of Avengers. <laughs> the next episode of Avengers. I thought you said Revengers. And I was like, nice. Andrew, wow, you're 100 points above I'm Jay doing Money. I'm really crappy. This, but this fanboy Clay, there's still time. Yes. There's, I might still come, come, come in from the rear. Come in. Oh, yeah. Come from come the rear. Come inside the rear. That's classic, classic Clay. Question number four. Natalie Portman was unavailable to film the scenes where Thor kisses her. So who stood in at the end of the movie? Was it Gina Serrano, a CG model, Elsa Pataki, or her stunt double? I don't know the name of it, but I know. Okay, cool. Maybe I do know the name. It was Elsa Pataki. You know who that is? uh, Hemsworth's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you should have put Chris Hemsworth's wife, and then I would have gotten it. That's sexist. Or she has know, a her name. stunt double would have also done great, God. I guess. What does John call girls? Does she have a stunt All double? Them folks or something? Yeah, them folks. folks. <laughs> you know, them folks. <laughs> girls, John. It was God. literally like I studied I, the wrong facts. I for mentioned this the quiz. only two names, two girl names in that sentence. Right, CG is a girl so name. So John's now in first place. Yeah. John's now in first place. Say the wrong notes. On top by 800 points. Which director left the film due to creative differences? Oh, this is easy. Was this. it Patty Jenkins, Matthew Vaughn, Christopher Nolan, or Matt Reeves? I think it's Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. I, yeah. Who eventually went on to direct Wonder, Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, but apparently, <laughs> me and Drew were talking about this. It was supposed to be a very heavily like a Romeo, Romeo and Juliet, Juliet type movie. Yeah, it was. Well, Natalie Portman, cool. this is Romeo part of her rift Day with Marvel. Yeah, With Marvel, where she wanted Patty Jenkins. Love. Yeah, and then because of her feminist ways, God, them folks, huh? <laughs> but yeah, them apparently, folks. yeah, that's why, that's why Natalie she's Portman not, had no. She's not in the Avengers movie. She's not in Ragnarok. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't want to be in any of those because she's of not in the cast photo. She's Is not, she actually no? No, she's not. Yeah, she I don't said, think so. She, 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 had, she had an interview recently that said that she'd be open to returning. I mean, With it's probably been long the enough. The only reason why she wants to be Thor, being 
Lady Thor. That'd be awesome. Oh, really? That's what she said? No, I don't know. It's got to be with 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 everything that's going on in the world right now. Okay. And Clayton, reel it back. Clayton's getting real crazy. Sit down. Sit down, Clayton. Okay. Get off the table. (laughs) J Money. Wow. You're pulling away with the league. Pull away, King. Pull pull away, game strong. The pull out, King. (laughs) (laughs) This was cinematographer Kramer Margaret's first digital film. Which camera did he use? Did he use an iPhone 5S, Fucking the Sony hell. FS60, the Sony F65 with raw interlacing, the Arri Alexa with Panavision anamorphic lens, or a Red Digital Cinema Epic X with prime lenses? Ooh, what camera sure did they use? Oh fuck! I thought it was a red. I did it. I did it. Yay! Why would it not be a red? I mean, everybody. Hey. Uses, never mind. Fuck. How about they, y'all get real? good? No, no, yeah, no. That's exactly. Fuck why this movie for one more hey, reason. But <laughs> I, I, John got it wrong, and I, I have streak points, and I'm still in second place. Andrew. You were right. It was the Ari, Ari Alexa with Panavision anamorphic lens. <laughs> you guys thought they filmed that with an epic? <laughs> that came out last year, you idiot. Oh, my bad. I'm just kidding. I didn't know any of this either. <laughs> this is a pretty tough question. The iPhone 5S wasn't even around. Look at that time. I don't know if it was out either. It was a, wait, wait. Here's the a rear view camera of the, so it was the Honda Civic. iPhone Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. We I should think film a Andrew movie. Andrew brought a big, a big point here. Yeah, which that is, we should film a movie with just using the rear camera of a Honda Civic. The Honda Civic, the only nine door car in the on the market. <laughs> Wasn't there an actual commercial for a movie being filmed? They Maybe. shot a, they shot a movie with a, they shot a movie with the rear camera of a Prius. You talking think, about the iPhone? No, the rear camera oh, of, the rear of a camera. car. They did it with a Prius, and I think it just played at Sundance. No joke. Really, yeah, really? It's, yeah. a, it's an entire yeah, movie. I thought that was a fresh idea. It's an entire movie just about nah. a parking spot. No, it's, it's already been at time. Sundance. No, it's, it's already called, been. It's called Back That Who Ass. Who directed <laughs> the prologue of this film? That scene you guys like. Who directed that prologue? Was it Tim Miller, Kenneth Branagh, Danny Boyle, or Guy Ritchie? Holy shit. One of these guys oh. directed that prologue, and it wasn't Alan Taylor. I get the feeling it's someone. It's not Danny Boyle. Knew it. It was Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool. Yeah. Tim Miller's an Fuck. effects director, if you guys didn't know. Like, he usually does a whole lot of, like, CG effects for video games. Now John's like, trying to school us because he's in first place. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, usually uh, if you see something, like, you know... John, sit down. Get off the Tim table. Tim Miller has been attached to a bunch of stuff. Like, he's... he's um He directed... Have you guys ever played Arkham Origins? Batman Arkham yeah. Origins? Yeah, he did that that, that fight scene with Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. Like, really? Yeah, yep. he directed that CG. Really yeah, that's pretty awesome. He's rock hard. <laughs> Jay Money, back on top. All right, what, Clayton, is, this, what are you doing? This is the shortest Marvel movie of all time, but it's tied with which movie? Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Captain America, or The Avengers? Uh, I, 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 uh, one of these other movies uh, is also the shortest, uh, I, and it's tied with this movie. I don't know this one. The Incredible oh, right, Hulk. Damn, The Incredible Hulk. Crazy. Pretty fast movie. I mean, another Ow. sort of generic superhero movie. I just guessed. Good guess. Process of elimination, baby. Got me through um, uh, kindergarten. C's get degrees. Did get me through first grade, though. Uh, J Money still on top, but A Nasty is coming up from the rear. Nasty would spell A-S-S. N-A-S-S, Nasty. What was the code name of this film? What was the fake name for the movie? Was it Odin, my boy? Kiss my ass guard. <laughs> the mighty Thursday morning or just keep hammering away. Why did you spell morning like that? Because. Is that really the thing? Yeah. Oh, damn it. That's because that's the answer. Fuck. I Thursday, fucked it. Thursday morning. God damn it. Oh, mor- Rem- oh, remember yeah, what I was yeah, saying right. about the. Yeah. The actual yeah. Mor- okay. While Clayton sipped his fancy wine, 
He takes these points and he puts them in a satchel. And puts them in his behind. Okay. Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were rhyming. I'm My still bad. in third place. It doesn't yeah. matter he what I He didn't put get. it in his behind. He put it into his brand new Honda Civic. Honda you Civic. <laughs> Nine doors. Maybe a tenth yeah. door. Depends what you An count. Avengers Kiss <laughs> my ass guard. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Kiss my Anthea. J Money still on top. How many weapons were created for this film? How many weapons were it. actually made for this movie? Was it 800, 2,500, 11,000, or 750? Um, oh, man, I actually read this one. How many weapons did they make for this movie? I actually hope I got it right. This was, I completely forgot. It was 11,000. You did it. No, I actually got it wrong. John, John why, John? How do you it know It was these? actually for the elves yeah. that yeah. they created all those. Yeah. Yeah. 11,000 weapons. There may be another weapons question later on. This movie didn't have a lot of... I know exactly which one you're talking about. Oh, really? Probably. Change it. 45 minutes, 32 (laughs) seconds into the film, a sword was used, (laughs) and it oddly resembles a sword from another movie. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Crap. Who wanted to direct this movie? Betty Jenkins. Tom Hiddleston, John Favreau, Terry Gillum, Robert Downey Jr. If you need a clue, they told him he didn't have enough experience. Oh, nice. Um, one of these people wanted to make the movie, and they said huh? he didn't have enough experience. I don't know. I'm guessing on this one. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fuck. They should have gave it to him. He's, they really should have. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston wanted to make the movie, uh, and he said he brought it up in a in a joking way just to see what they would say. And they said, "Oh no, 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 no." They're like, "Oh, you're joking, right?" <laughs> <laughs> they laughed him out of the room. I wonder if they would have given it to Robert Downey Jr. Though. Yeah, they would. He would have straight up yeah. just said. Hey, I want to. He's like, you know what? I'm Iron Judge. Take half of my salary. Robert (laughs) They would do anything. Do you see where he sat in that photo? Yeah. Front center. Center. Fucking. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We said it all together. It's weird. And we're holding hands. Which actor was injured during a rainy day on set and was out for a month? Was it Jamie Alexander, Tom Hiddleston, Zachary Levi, or Anthony Hopkins? One of these people was injured on the set. That sounds like an unsafe working environment. We should call. I, don't, oh, I, I, I actually know up. this one. Yeah, I know. It's Jamie Alexander. She hurt her knee. I yeah, missed it. it. Jamie yeah, Alexander. I, I just thought about it. I was you like, told oh, me that, man. and I hadn't even chosen my answer yet. So like, chose you shouldn't have said that because John got yeah. points, which means he's still. Oh, look, I'm third place now. Top. High five, Clay. Good high five. How much time was the crew allowed to film at Stonehenge? Did they have 12 hours, 10 hours, 6 hours, or 3 hours? How much time did they take, or did they have to film at Stonehenge? They They filmed at Stonehenge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got uh, it. That's so big. Eric. Yeah. Yeah, you're assuming three. Yep. Yeah, okay, it was three. Yeah. Yeah. John, you're guessing, and it's they saving had, you like, the lead. A giant list of rules that they had. Yeah, that's do. what I'm, I'm assuming. I was like, I'm, like you know, when you film at shit like that, and they well, give you like a lot of restrictions, it's the shortest one of, of filming. One of the possible. restrictions was they couldn't stand on any of the stones, right? Which is like, why? Why, why would you? Yeah, I yeah. think they just CGI or make a fake one. That's this exactly. is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure they were thinking that, like, right after they filmed that, they're like, we could have just done this shit for free. But they were also weren't allowed to film during. Uh, Park Pump, hours. Yeah, park hours, which is yeah. all day long. Have you guys ever been to Stonehenge? Yes. I have not. Uh, four times. Yeah. I think I went with you two of those times. I, yes. And I think we drove there in a Honda, Honda Accord? S- Accord. I don't Civic? remember the car. Yeah, me neither. I think <laughs> we started advertising <laughs> an Accord and then we went to Civic. I don't know. Different Honda. Honda. <laughs> Give us free stuff. <laughs> Nintendo oh boy, Jay Money. John's on fire too because he's got streak points. Five in a row. He's going streaky. Just like that guy from this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 
What's his you know, name? He didn't want to be naked Will in Ferrell. the movie, but then they said, then they showed him um, Nymphomaniac. And yeah, he like, was like, you're your hung. <laughs> you're hung. Like, you're Pennywise. well hung, man. God damn, that Nymphomaniac is like hilarious because I just saw a tweet about that, like of the posters. Oh. Have you ever seen the posters? It's just yeah. Selvig, like Who made that? Uh, it was uh, the guy LaBeouf. who made Antichrist. No, Von Var- Trier. Uh, uh, Mel yeah. Gibson. Okay. You can't just guess things. You said Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. oh, how many hammers were made for oh, Thor? Shit. How many different hammers were made for Thor? Was it 30, 15, 5, or 100? Uh, I'm pretty sure Clayton knew this one. Yeah. Yep. Clayton already has it. Damn it. I oh, did fuck. study the right notes. Yeah. I, you now know the trick to all of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just Please stop. I text them to Clayton. I'm like, are these yeah. right? <laughs> Please refrain. They made 30, but they only really used five. No, it's funny, though, because some of them were considered like they gave each of them a name Mm -hmm. for him to use. Uh, Some were considered like the casual hammer or like the the fighting hammer. The serious hammer. Yeah. Some hammers are like if they're heavy, they're like close up hammers. Yeah. And and then uh, a lot of them. Depending on if he's like fought or, or the not, they, they have like rust on them and like all dirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And if you go to Facebook.com slash Delvin Pod, you could win a Thor hammer. The didn't hammer. we? Didn't we give one away? Are we giving one away? Re- I remember you taking a picture with one. No, I didn't. You were holding it up. I don't take pictures. What? Are you a vampire? Yes. <gasps> the hammer. The last yeah. question is coming. I what can, was created to make the height difference smaller for Portman and Hemsworth so they're Different in height. Was it a special box, a ladder, a stool, or a ramp? Wait, who was taller, Hemsworth or Portman? And, uh, Portman was way taller. That's why they needed uh, a box they, for him. They used one of these. Well, Hemsworth her, isn't that very tall. So. Is she must be short. He's not, but he's like big. Like yeah, he's he's like yeah. someone answered. Oh, he's fit. There are two right answers. They built a box and a ramp. What did you pick? I picked a stool. <laughs> Jesus, John. John, percent <laughs> chance. A stool sample. Hoop. Yeah, poop. <laughs> Bringing it back to our poop joke earlier. We um, had a poop joke earlier? Yeah, I said I was going to shit on this movie and I oh, couldn't yeah. think of a good thing to say. Yeah. I should have said, I, I hope you guys brought your stool because I brought my shit. Nice. What? <laughs> <laughs> guys, John won again. What else is new? You knew it. Oh, actually, was, in second place. Yeah, you can't take a you actually, Yeah, it was actually really close. Yeah, it was. It looks like less than 100. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Points. That was. Ooh, John, are you, uh, are you, are you sweating? I'm sweating. I'm sweating. It's probably just the heat in the room, but I'm sweating. Sweating out his ass. Wait, what? Pouring. Stool? Uh, but yeah, any <laughs> other pieces of trivia you guys want to bring up? Uh, no. I may grant special points. Andrew, you have one good thing? How do you grant special points? Like, <laughs> give me points. It's not a real <laughs> game, John. Give me God. three points. Guess I'm getting, let go of me. <laughs> not a real game, John. Let go of my I dick. I just won. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Anyways, Andrew, listen, <laughs> when we go on our road trip next year, Two. what I want you to do is I want you to get a, a payday loan and get me one of those Honda CRV um, VCV concordantly. Uh, let's get a Honda VCV and let's just ride. A Honda Fit. Oh, let's get a Honda Fit. Let's get one of those smart cars. I don't want any of them dumb cars. Oh, well, then let's get a Toyota. <laughs> Welcome back from that super fun trivia game. Um, John is driving around outside right now in his brand new Honda Accord <laughs> that he won from that trivia game. 
wow, he's so happy. It's brand new, but it's a 1998 Accord, so he's got maybe another 10 miles left. Then he'll be he'll be right back. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, so let's keep talking about Thor, the Dark World. I don't think we've even talked that much about Eccleston as the villain. I know you said that he was kind of uh, of a... Uh, cookie cutter villain yeah. in a way because he just he but wakes his performance up was and there, then though. becomes yeah I mean he does a good job right he's he's, it was just, he's Doctor Who yeah yeah exactly well, it, it's just the writing that was I guess I mean I wonder if there was a lot of deleted footage that yeah, maybe he went go. through yeah and this this film was actually written by the same guy who wrote the first one right yeah Don uh, yeah. yeah and then he unfortunately died from mm-hmm. bone yeah. cancer unfortunately uh, what yeah yeah Don Payne yeah. I didn't get the memo yeah, he. It actually like at the very in, beginning in of the memory. credits, yeah. it it actually says wow. uh, thanks to or in memory Don of. Payne, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. His writing is great. I, I I like what he's what he's done in the past. Uh, it's just like you like y'all said something from whether it, if this movie had an extended cut, it probably would have been amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. But well, it it is weird. I I, I saw some similarities between. The what are they called? The dark elves or the yeah, black dark elves, elves or the dark elves? The dark elves. The dark elves. Um, I saw a correlation between them and Eccleston's character. And if you've guys seen the 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 latest Star Trek movie, Idris Elba and his group of followers, followers oh, as yeah. well. They're, they 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 kind of also just have that same devotion to this cause that has. Well, at the beginning. No, it's crazy. He sacrifices the whole race, and he's just like, "Oh, now nah, let's send them crashing down on the enemy." Let and them all then, die. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so that we can live and then keep fighting on. I love the potential of this race, so I'm not really familiar with the way the dark elves are in the comics and stuff like that. But the um, they're cool looking. The um, I like the black hole grenades they have. Yeah, see, like the, the stuff that they actually have is pretty cool. Like you know, that that black hole grenade is terrifying. Like you're just like throwing yeah. it at someone, just crushing them into nothing. But um, but I also like. I think we don't ever get this, and I kind of wanted to see more of this, but again, the movie's not about them. Um, in a universe where nothing really exists except darkness, how the fuck do you live in that? That's what I want to know. Like, you don't. Because you don't, like, you know, because <laughs> the Dark Elves apparently predate the universe. Because, oh, yeah. like, you know, the known universe. And so that's that, to me, is fucking fascinating that you had, like, life forms in nothingness that just kind of live there. Right. And that they're trying to get back to that. Like, it's just, it's like something out of a horror movie, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like, it's like the, the smiling mask. Or Very, you know? <clears throat> Very Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. if you really think about it, with like the the, fro- the oh, yeah. snow folk, yeah, the snow folk, <laughs> them yeah. folk, the snow folk that live beyond the, the ice wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is really weird. I I I don't know how I felt about them being the main villains. Main villains. I I don't know because like again, like I, I still came at this movie, and even like right now, like I, I'm not really a big like. Like why was fan he in the, in the comics? So like I'm not exactly able sure to what you control would. the ether. Why was he the only one? That's I weird guess too. that's true. That's weird, weird right? Like, well, just I, like, I think it was also the the unspoken of like how old they were, so they were able to, I guess, control learn and master control. these. Yeah, the I think that was main, the the main thing was that they were basically as old as the ether or the ether, whatever. Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you guys think of the ether? Uh, in general, it just looks like liquid to me. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty cool. I was telling Clay, I said, you kind of get like a little vision of uh, uh, Natalie Portman's eye of like the universe kind of destroying on what would that happen. That was really visually yeah. uh, a good thing to look at. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, in With my uh, eyes. Infinity War, I want that to look like 
uh, what Thanos does to the he to half can the universe. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, so turn I, it off. I, I would like to think that that's what he would use to wipe out half of the universe, like the way he does. Ether? Yeah, exactly. Because it can spread so fast. It's almost like a galactic cancer. You know. Mm-hmm. I I th- I thought it was a good MacGuffin. Like, yeah. Uh, just just the way they used it as mm-hmm. as as far as what the purpose was, right? Uh, and how. Uh, and I, I definitely think uh, they could have done the movie without like, because the one thing I always really wanted from Thor was something that's separate from Earth. I think that would have been a really cool movie if they did that. But just integrating the Jane Foster into it and like kind of having her as the catalyst and, uh, you know, her being what the uh, Chris Eccleston, you know, goes after. Yeah, it starts off, the movie starts off kind of being similar to like a a National Treasure or even a Transformer movie as this adventure mystery type thing that happens on Earth. And then it becomes this weird medieval romance. And then it becomes just a normal Marvel action action movie uh, at the end. So it is kind of... All over the place. Yeah. In terms of, mm -hmm. yeah. It's really unique, I guess, but yeah, it it it's weird how much actually affects Earth in this movie when it and it doesn't really have to. It could right. just all be contained in on that planet or in the galaxy, but they always had to bring it back to like how's that gonna how's that gonna affect the people right. on Earth? Yeah, well, yeah well, that's, especially that's when you have it, the characters like Darcy and and yeah, Jane yeah. Foster, like that you need well, to. It's weird to have them there and not be in Asgard. I like, think at that oh, point though, still in the movie. it is very kind of like. You can totally tell at that point, though, they're kind of dragging the characters like you're forcing these characters to be in front of you. Well, no, because that was that was actually a part of my notes. Um, uh, I saw here that the 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 team, Jane Foster and Mm -hmm. and all of them, uh, they were in London and they get no explanation of why they're there. And they they say that Selvik called, but they don't give a full reason they Selvig never goes back to say, oh, this is the reason why I called you. Right. Uh, you just you see them that they're in London later on in the movie, way after, you know, the introduction to the and uh, the, the villain and everything else. And then it cuts back to Earth again and they find Selvig, you know, running around. Uh, Buck ass nude. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, near the end, when he actually starts to come back to his senses. He, you know, is like, oh, well, I guess I can kind of technically help you guys with this technology and blah, right, blah, blah. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing that, you you know, you're forcing those characters to be in that spot. They they really were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I mean, because you don't, again, I mean, we're not really spoiling much for people who have actually seen all these movies, but you don't get these characters again. You don't get, like, you right. know, you get a mention of them in, in Ragnarok, and it's kind of played off as a joke, too. Um, they were unique and they worked in that fish, that funny that first fish out one, of water yeah. Thor movie, the first one. And mm-hmm. then it's like at this point, you're kind of you. You can totally tell that this was an experiment. Like you well, know, bring back everybody from the first one. Okay, it's not really working, so maybe let's just cut the ties to that here going Malekith, forward. Like at the end with the convergence, <laughs> literally every single world aligns, and he chooses to be on Earth yeah. so that he can involve these characters. You know, or like you know, that's essentially like, oh, we need to make them part of the last. Hoorah or the last, you know, fight fight scene, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. if it were me, I would have just fucking done it from the dark world. Like, oh, here we go. I'm through the ether. And think about now, yeah. like Thor Ragnarok, having nothing to do with Earth and just the freedom that that gives you when you don't have to tie it to, right? Yeah, yeah. The human race and, and all of and, that and, stuff. And, and I think that's fun. what was part of its success. Because if they were, because they did show Earth 
yeah, for the Doctor parts, Strange and stuff you know, like that yeah, thing. and you know, y'all will go talk back. about yeah. y'all will talk about that when when that movie comes around. But like you said, majority of that movie was out of you know that Earth setting, and, and you get and to make it up. Really you get to have cool new characters. You get to get Jeff Goldblum to do something. I mean, Jeff Goldblum play Jeff Goldblum, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, it's it's, it's it's really weird. Let's talk about that Stan Lee cameo. In this movie, uh, do you guys remember where he was? Yes. Did you guys see? Can I get my shoe back? Lee. What? Can you? You didn't see? What? What? He was. He was reciting the line. Yeah. uh, Can I get my shoe back? Oh, okay. No. And really cool thing about that Stanley cameo is when Eric Selvig is kind of just talking nonsense um, behind him on the chalkboard. uh, He's actually mapped out. The multiverse convergence, of, yeah. of convergence, mm-hmm. and you actually see uh, the number six one six, which is actually the, the name of the universe. The, no, it's the, the, the main ulti- Marvel. Yeah, yeah it's Marvel the main universe. Marvel universe, and they're not in it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, technically they're not. I mean, because Marvel right. separates their universes. The yeah. MCU is actually a separate universe in the Marvel canon. Yeah, yeah. like it's right. actually alternative to the yep. main universe. Exacto mundo. So that's pretty cool. And I, that's awesome. I didn't notice that. Um, yeah. That Stanley cameo was kind of. It's really funny because, like, you know. Um, especially because it was a, a, a callback, yeah, callback to the earlier joke, the give me your shoe type of thing where they're throwing things oh, down the, the little wormhole. The and he's like, yeah. can I get my shoe back? And why are they made so many shoes in here? Hey, that's the three. Boom. Rules yeah, of three. The third joke. I, I thought it, that, that cameo was pretty funny. And something special we're going to talk about. Yeah, go. What I was going to say, that's not the only cameo that was in this movie. What's Boom, the other Chris cameo? O'Dowd. What? No. Maybe you have Chris O'Dowd. Captain America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah. Well, this yeah, actually brings us. It's great because we're. I'm going to talk about Loki a little more. Um, Loki. I think he added a lot to the movie. He was he was a really good foil to Thor. Man, and I don't think I can mention it enough where like his scenes with Frigga are the best because like he's like, man, I hate dad so much. I but think it might be the best part of the movie. My mom is really the is. best, yeah. you know. They, I'm and serious. If they didn't bring Loki in, this movie would have been. Even, been no, yeah. Which is a shame that he didn't direct. Like with the amount of emotion and stuff that he put into this movie, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he was, was an open invite. He was pretty great. Um, that that this the relationship between Thor and Loki made the movie to me. Like it was just awesome. Especially yeah, like Andrew just mentioned the Frigga scene. Um, yeah, that Frigga scene is just like. Well, I mean, oh, like man. it's, it's, just it's so everything from like the beginning where she he's like he's not my father. And she's like, well, then am I not your mother? And he's and like, then you're not. Feeling but you see him yeah. like start feeling bad. Like, oh, man. Like, she is my mom. And then well, obviously when she dies and they kind of let him know in the prison and he flips over all the tables in anger. And, you and that's him, basically like, his like, motivation. Super, like, he looks crying. like he's like drunk well, or something. Like, you know, you see it like he's just kind of yeah, you know, like he's been through exactly. a bad place. He looks like Tommy Wiseau. Well, um, yeah, the, the first time, though. Tommy Wiseau. The, the first time he gets told, he just stands up. And you see him yeah, clench his fist and then like with power, his power, he moves everything around. But when Thor comes and checks on him, he just he's, looks like yeah crap. yeah exactly. well and yeah. He, he's trying to put on a face where it's like oh like let me see the real you and then sure enough like it's the a illusion fake illusion yeah. yeah exactly but um I mean that, that but but uh, sorry uh, but no. that's even his motivation for the rest of the movie just to revenge yeah, yeah exactly yeah. he's like I'm gonna get revenge for mom because you know? he's not really a good guy right Loki's not a uh, but yeah, he's, he's a, a mama's boy. He is. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that. He's not a good guy because, like, I get the fact that even during that little ruse scene where they had, you know, that little diversion scene or something that they that they have when Thor gets his arm cut off. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Um, that little trick. I get the feeling the he, Star Wars effect. Yeah. Boom. I think that he. We gotta talk about that every phase too. We gotta remember that. Would have actually we liked didn't talk to about do Iron that. Man three. We did. No, we did. He was in the trivia game. Was it really? Yeah. Who lost his arm? Uh, Killian. Mander. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't say it. No. Well, we're saying it now. But um, <laughs> fuck, I just forgot what you just threw me off. Play that back. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> but um, wait, stop. <laughs> Shit. All anyway, right, we played it back, John. You, you pick totally it up didn't and make it. it. Make sure it's worth it. Make sure it's worth it because we did all that fucking work. You I didn't know that noise that no one had to listen to playing back. Anyway, all right, here we go. Um, we were saying that Loki is you, you. I was touching upon something that you said that Loki's not really a good guy. I don't think he is. Um, I think if he had the chance, or if like you know things would have played out a little differently, I think he probably would have actually sold Thor out during that scene. He is seemed it? to having be. He seemed to be having some fun during he's, that he's, scene. He's a snake. He's, yeah. he's you know one of the biggest things, and it's actually called to uh, Thor Ragnarok. Little spoilers for that. Uh, but uh, it actually happened in the comics too. Uh, Loki has pretended to be a snake to Thor and Thor being this like brood of a guy is like, Oh cool. A snake. I'm going to play with it. And he bites him. That's just something that tells you that, you know, Loki is this slithering Mm -hmm. Joker that will do whatever he can, but also because of his character, he will wind back if he knows he's in danger. Right. Exactly. And by everything he does is, but for the good of himself, yeah. like that benefits yeah. himself. I don't know. I, I dig those parts where he's like, um, he covers even uh, Jane Foster. Yeah. yeah for that thing. He's like, oh, yeah. that's so cool. You and know, he's about to get sucked like, into the black hole grenade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Thor saves him and he goes to save Thor from cursed. So I don't know. I think the motivation of the, that revenge for mom is, is really, really big, whether it's against curse or um, Malekith. I think as soon as that ends, though, like as soon as Curse, um, yeah, stabs well, him, like that's like you well, know, he took he care knows. of Curse, and now he's like, oh, now it's my motive. Yeah, again. exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Can we talk about Curse for a bit? Curse was no. cool. I like Curse. Curse Jonathan awesome. Madison, no. The, Who? Curse. Uh, curse. The the Curse with the K. The, the guy big thing? that yeah. put mm-hmm. the Aether Stone into him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That like the aesthetics for his helmet, character yeah. and his helmet was awesome. I hate well, awesome. it became his. Face his after face, but the that's the way he curse looks though in the comics. Yeah. Like curse is like a right muscle the, yeah. type of guy. Like in the comics, he is a dark elf too in the comics too. Like he turns I just into curse. hated how much of him was CGI. Is that weird? Really? No, I thought that he yeah, was pretty practical the, for a no, while. Even for like when he's breaking like the uh, the barriers on like when he's letting everybody out of the prison that prison riot scene. Yeah, he's CGI. I don't know if you notice. I didn't notice. I, didn't that notice I always got a real Steppenwolf I, vibe. I always notice, and it breaks the illusion for me because I'm like, damn it! Like it would look so cool, practical. But on still shots, though, when he's actually yeah. kind of like when he turns and looks at Loki, that's right. That's an right, right, person. Yeah, yeah. right. Sure, but I'm saying that a very like, man, predator look to him, which yeah. I think was very cool. And he doesn't talk or anything. He's just got those really like yeah. those white no, eyes that are just the, kind of the like the one staring thing that really you. got me, and I'm sure this got the. Uh, the general audience when they watched it was the fact that he knocked back smack the hammer yeah the smack, hammer yeah. the hammer yeah it yeah, was that was pretty cool. yeah. yeah every movie from the first Thor we learned that the hammer isn't that powerful isn't as powerful as you think as it seems because it just progressively starts to get some weaker actually yeah it's worse and worse and worse if anywhere they're just gonna forge a new one I'm like oh we'll just get you a new one yeah some Whatever. assembly line. probably from Wakanda some assembly required. Everything should be made in Wakanda because everything is good there. I think that's the, the point shield, of the Black Panther the, movie. Like, wait, are Hondas made in? I'm glad Wakanda? you asked. Yeah, the 2019 Honda Accord is 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 now made in Wakanda <laughs> out, out of unobtainium. I never freeze. Vi- vibranium. Vibranium. Titanium. Vibranium. Adamantium. <laughs> yep. And it gets four miles a gallon because it's fucking heavy. That stuff is heavy as shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, what else do you guys want to talk about? This Thor The Dark World movie. I mean, it 
Yeah. Well, I was I we we did comment just a little bit on the uh Captain America cameo, cameo uh which I thought was a little bit more on the the funny side, which I'm sure That was probably uh, a reshoot thing, definitely. Reshoot and, and Alan probably didn't like it. Uh, right. but it was it was a very fun and unexpected thing. Yeah. Uh he, he has another cameo. We'll see down the line. Oh, that's true. In a different oh, movie coming. or oh okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Spider Man. I thought that was actually really fun too because you I didn't expect that when I was watching it and then it's really funny because they actually play the little Captain America theme in the background mm-hmm. while he's walking. And and one thing that I also liked just about Loki's character uh, was that the uh, all of man I forget their names the the, the three the, the Warriors, Warriors three Warriors three as well as Fandral uh, Volstag um, I don't know the last one Hogan but, yeah uh, exactly Hogan. yeah and then as as well as Lady Sif. Uh, when they're planning their escape of Asgard, each and every one of them stop Lo- stops Loki and is like, "If you do anything to hurt, if you yeah. break his heart, I'll I'm kill you." Kill you. Yeah. And then he makes that joke of like, "Apparently, there'll be there'll a be line. A, there'll be a line." So, yeah. The Avengers, um, uh, uh, Happy Hogan, uh, Doctor Selvig, uh, Darcy. Well, that- Darcy's intern. That scene, that Captain America scene, apparently uh, Hiddleston uh, did on his own, and then America had to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, they they did o- they they basically do it. Yeah, dubbed over it because he actually did a Chris Evans impression. God bless America. Yeah, he did a Chris Evans impression, and then they they brought in the actual Chris Evans to act. Now him. act like Loki. I would love to see that B roll. Yeah, I know. I think that's pretty awesome. I think they actually have it somewhere out there. I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up. Let me text him. But um. <laughs> I want to talk about that, and also we can talk about since we haven't actually, we're kind of building up to that. Let's talk about the actual end credits scene about the oh, yep, that frost beast from Jodenheim intercede. No, I'm just kidding. It's like the the worst. You're talking about the collector. Yeah, I'm talking about the collector. Tenelier Tivan Benicio del Toro del Toro. It's of the bull. Well, that was a lead in, John. I was uh, doing his you DJ, can his, take it from I was, here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was doing his DJ just, character right there. I just wanted to um, say how awkward that. Lift? Yeah, it, it really was. How, how awkward that that is compared to the rest of the movie. Even now, um, it's cool because you know what, what's happening now and what's going to happen. I guess now that you you've had some time to like kind of you know away from the movie and you know the, you know what actual movies come next. But the um, yeah, at the time, and even, like, I don't know, I, I still think it's a little awkward. It does not fit with the rest of the movie. Well, how many people probably Googled who the fuck is this guy after that movie? I, I they guess they, they had no I'm idea. Sh- I'm sure I'm sure they did. Everyone hated it, and now they love but, it because they saw Guardians, even, and they're like, this is great. I don't know, because even looking back at the first Guardians of, of the Galaxy movie and looking at his character, he wasn't that awkward. Not that, yeah, he was not he, that. He was not that awkward, and, I, and I don't know if it was just the... Uh, tension of Asgardian compared to with the it, yeah, exactly, yeah. That that kind of made him nervous. I don't know if that was what they were trying to play off, or he just didn't even know what that character was supposed to be, and he was like, "Let's just do this that, right now." That could be too. I mean, yeah, he probably it's only going to be what two minutes. Yeah. Kind of, he's still yeah, he kind of weird. I can do it to find his character. I can do a good two minutes. Right. They but, said it was going to be a space Liberace. That's what they just, pitched it as. It was just like very. I don't know because like it's. I think Clayton's actually right on the money there. It's 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 the. What happens basically is what um, you have this two different worlds kind of meeting and like one of them is very, you know, straightforward, which is the Asgardians. Then you get to the collector who's actually doing a bunch of, like a bow, like a very weird, like little curtsy and bow and shit. And like, and he's talking like really slow and he's like, why not? 
keep it for yourself. And it's just like, you're kind of like, okay, this is like, this is a weird pace, like just kind of watching it. And so, and then you have like, you know, all these, these, these cases around, you know, that's like you, you and find that was looking are. into those every single aquarium. Yeah, they're like, what kind of fish is that? Does that mean something? Yeah, and exactly. So, and that's kind of what happens. You in see Adam Warlock's well. cocoon in the back. Well, I remember like Ooh. even just hearing, um, like Spoilers. people there on the, on the, Boom. No, on the spot this while watching it, like you would hear like, what the fuck? Like after that scene was over, it's like, what just happened? Like, um, yeah. Like, I don't know who the I fuck. actually yeah. don't think he acted any different than his character in Guardians. Because he's equally, to me, as weird in Guardians. I think Benicio Del Toro is a good actor. I think I agree with you, Andrew. But I think, I think uh, it's basically what you guys said, where like we have just got done watching a different type other, of movie. Yeah. yeah. And then you get this guy who, I mean, Liberace was flamboyant as fuck. So um, the same thing with this one, where yeah, it was kind of pitched that way, where it's like he's, he's flamboyant and we got no flamboyancy in any of this other it is, type of movie. Yeah, it yeah. is different now in the context of watching the Guardians movies to be like, oh, I get it. But, but I, still, I, can see how in, like, I can see how in this movie, if you've never seen Guardians hadn't even happened yet, you're like, yeah, what is this you weird even, You even yeah. saw that, that yeah. pink girl where she's like kind of like walking and yeah. bobbing her head and you're like, whoa, yeah, this she's is walking weird. Like a robot. Like, see, so like, I, I don't think it's anything that oh, Benicio no. Dottor did specifically. Yeah, direction. Exactly. Like, this is direction. And then and like, Taylor, uh, let him, let him Sith, and then, uh, I keep forgetting the red, red hair guy. Volstag, Volstag, the Punisher. Volstag was just like looking everywhere at like, just like what in the Well, cause he was freaked we? out too. Same thing with Sif. Sif was kind of like, yeah, like well, after she, they curtsy or after like, you know, the, the bow, the, the bow or she, like, was was like curtsy, everyone's just fuck? like, what's going on? Like yeah. well, the movie, the guardians movies are so different and so much more colorful and diverse than anything else that it, it's almost movie. a shock. Cause in all of these Marvel movies so far, there's probably like three different aliens. Right. Yeah. And in this one scene, there's a million things to look at. You're like, yeah. what is this movie? I want a little slice of this in my pizza. That makes it, me a little kind of worried. At least just, yeah, just a little bit of worried because James Gunn, you know, obviously he, um, I don't know if he, I mean, because that's different in the comics and everything, but he kind of nailed the tone for that Guardians for these, for those two movies, Guardians 1 and 2. The fact that these Guardians are being directed by the Russo brothers in Infinity War, are they going to be a little different? I think that's be why they're supporting key? characters to Thor. Yeah, they're just, they're I, just like, oh, they're not going to be the lead. They're not going to be as funny either. Right. Or something. Uh, but do you, I like, think not, most of the comedy will come from think, them. This is something that we've never really talked about with with the other pro- with the other episodes. Do you think any of the directors? Have talked to the Russo brothers. I'm sure. Yeah, they're oh, I think, probably. I think they have to, well, especially like, think, James Gunn. Yeah, I think for James, sure, James Gunn. That's his franchise, so and like, he's making more to. after, he, which is a, more I mean, important. Be, because, be, and I only say that because the amount of money Guardians made that summer was insane. It was, like, it was it was something completely bonkers, different, oh. yeah, bonkers, different from. Well, I don't think it was bonkers <laughs> from. What you would have expected well, no, from yeah. that kind of hero genre. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, I mean, I think it's bonkers because, you know, it's a, those characters are essentially C-list characters. Yeah, unknown. That got thrun, you know, it got thrusted to like the spotlight, basically. Throw a couple 80s songs in there. Yeah, I mean, now it's the norm, you know, because of that, like, because of that movie. But you're totally right. Like, I think they all just like, um, they obviously they had to talk to the other directors. I think the ones that kind of need to put their say in it like james alan Dunn. taylor what do you think about this thor i don't know about thor i don't know about like Yikes. taiki taika like, i don't think i don't think he talked to you know the Russo i think brothers i think it's like, more important for the directors who are gonna have to make a movie, a movie after. afterwards yeah exactly well, like ryan coogler probably talked to had to yeah. talk to like you know yeah. the well, that's Russo the weird brothers. thing is that in thor ragnarok thor and hulk were obviously together and i'll leave it at that and then <laughs> like in this one you got guardians and thor 
kind of traveling together, and you're like, what? And then, uh, well, F is the Hulk. Hulk is on, Hulk is on Earth. Yeah, isn't, yeah, exactly. Isn't Thanos the main character of these movies? Yeah, he's the, yeah, he's the main character of the third one. Mostly from his point yeah. of view, and yeah. less I think that, from everyone else's. I think they're the, going to have the, the cosmic ghost rider in there. As his herald for old man Thanos. Again, we're, we're kind of speculating at this point, but I think like the third movie Comics. is about Thanos, and I think the fourth movie is back on the Avengers POV. Do you think these Avengers movies are going to win an Oscar? It's no. Oscar season. No, but Suicide no. Squad will win one more. <laughs> Bang. Well, no, no, I honestly, because there's, I guess, what what do you call it? Uh, Oscar uh, so white. Be, below the line and above the line as far as the different types of awards on right, yeah. on that's the right term right yeah it, it is below yeah. the line yeah. and above the line uh i don't think they'll ever give above the line stuff. above the line stuff to uh, superhero movies uh, i mean the best hey, logan they, got they nominated got, got below the line they, logan they got nominated for adapted screenplay that's above screenwriting isn't it uh, yeah that is above the line yeah you're right oh, i guess it is but like is. Yo, ooh, maybe good job emmanuel but that's i mean that's Pretty, and then the Dark Knight uh, was like you know obviously like you know there was, but that was only Heath Ledger. That was that, that was, was yeah only Heath Ledger. It wasn't anything else from that movie. Yeah, but that um, is because line. of. But I mean, I think the best thing that is if the superhero if a superhero movie wanted to win an Oscar at all, I think the best it could go for would be like you know special effects because like mm-hmm. you know, I mean superhero movies are about action at the end of the day. So like you know why right. don't you not have the best effects you know out there in the category? Which which is crazy because and we also talked about this in the Avengers. Uh, the amount of A-list actors that are attached and even directors and, and, and uh, behind-the-camera uh, studios, you know, that are attached to these movies, like, you would think they would, you know, be submitted for something as far as an well, award. How many of them were A-listers before these movies? A lot of besides them. like of besides them. like Anthony Hopkins and like Obadiah Chris Stane Evans was a no one. Robert Downey Jr. was a no one. Like he was already, already on his way out. Uh, he was on his way out, but he, he was still was an A-list. Yeah, I was heard. gonna say he was he was on his way yeah. out, but he definitely he won best supporting actor for, for Johnny yeah. Johnny B. Good. Yeah, for John, yeah. and then he was oh, also yeah. nominated for, for best Chaplin, actor yeah. for Chaplin. Yeah. For Chaplin, Assless Chaplin, Assless Chaplin, definitely on the way out for sure. Edward Norton, Gwyneth Paltrow was an A-lister, right? Already, yeah. Lots of people were there. I mean, Chris like, Hemsworth. They're just A-lister. lucky that that. I think that that was just lucky for just for grabbing them because yeah. like that's pretty awesome. And I think a lot of it had Tom to do Hiddleston. with the f- the first Thor movie because in in the first Thor movie it was uh, Natalie Portman had just won an Oscar. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh was this this esteemed guy. Shakespearean. And I think it opened yeah. the door for people to be like, "Whoa, this is an art film." Yeah. These Marvel movies, that's art. Art. <laughs> and then you watch, you're just like, "This is a popcorn fun." What is this? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Cool. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll go around again one more time, talk about what we thought, our final thoughts on Thor The Dark World, and then we'll go to plugs, which is my favorite part, because it's when all the money <laughs> is made. We're talking <laughs> to you, Hondo. Anyways, uh, yeah, so what are your final thoughts on, on Thor The Dark World? All um, right. Floor, actually, floor is closed. <laughs> I um, In talking about it now, I think I appreciate it a little bit more. It is kind of like still, you know, as far as like, you know, villains wise and, you know, and some weird forced comedy moments. Um, it is kind of a little hollow compared to the other Marvel movies. And I think this is what started the trend of unnecessary comedy. Everyone says that the unnecessary comedy part started with Iron Man three, but I feel like at this point it kind of really did start with, you know, some forced, you know, cause everything after this has at least, you know, some jokes. Um, you kind of skip, uh, you kind of skip winter soldier, which has a little bit of humor, but that just is all, it's just a great movie all around. 
Um, but then you start up with Guardians, which is, you know, uh, obviously a romp. Same thing after that, Ant-Man. Um, so all this comedy, I think, I feel like this movie was kind of a paradigm shift going forward, you know, as far as like adding comedy or at least adding some sort of like, you know, or at least this was the beginning of a, of a, of a kind of, I don't want to say negative streak cause it's not really a negative streak, but I know that this kind of, there are some elements to this movie that you find in other movies, like, you know, the two dimensional villain, like, you know, Malekith and Ronin. Think, and stuff I, like that. Well, af- after Iron Man and this movie, there isn't an attempt to make a really dark Marvel movie. I think everyone just decides... I mean, uh, Civil oh, War yeah, yeah, and definitely. those movies are, are just action. Right. Yeah, all, they're serious, the but I wouldn't be, call them dark. And I think you're right. Like this one, it kind of has like a dark kind of like personal you know, tone, stuff. Personal yeah. Iron Man 3 PTSD. This one was this really dark kind this of love story. Like the story. darkest movie. Com- well, besides Incredible Hulk, which wasn't really a Marvel movie. Uh, this was probably the darkest thing that they've right. come to. And I think Marvel, after this movie... It was called The Dark World, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what did you expect? They took a hard right and said, let's not go down this let's path anymore. Let's let's do things that we know will be fun. And I... um, But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's still pretty fun. Like, it's... um, I think to bring it back to what I said earlier, I think I may actually like this movie. I think I'm going to stand by that. I think I like this the, the least out of all the Thor movies. Um, only put Ragnarok for just sheer fun, even though it's not really, I mean, I'm, I don't really know a whole lot about the Thor character at all, but I know that he's not like that in, in Ragnarok, but it is a, a good, really good movie. And, um, I like the first one cause the first one introduced, introduced me to that Thor character. And I, I was kind of surprised on that. So I kind of like that one a little bit better than Thor, the dark world. So I would probably put this last, but it's still pretty fun. I mean, it, you get some really exciting sequences, if anything else, um, and then you do get the introduction of the actual Infinity Stone storyline that, you know, we're still talking about to this day. So I thought, you know, um, if it's, you know, most people will call this a miss, but I thought it was still a hit. So it's pretty cool. Uh, for me, um, I would like to take back what I initially thought as far as my first impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun. You know, I, at first I thought it was forgettable and then, you know, I didn't know really much about it, even though I'd already seen it. Uh, but watching it again, it was actually, like you said, a really fun movie. Uh, uh, and it was actually an intention grabber because, like you said, it, it actually does play a pretty big role for what is to finally come to mm-hmm. what we have this year coming up for the Infinity War. So I, I, it was overall good movie. Uh, of course, love the uh, relationship and the uh, um chemistry of of thor and, and, and loki mm-hmm. uh chris and chris and tom uh and supporting cast was did pretty well as well mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty awesome yeah i mean um i liked it and i mean i think it's one of those things where like how can you not enjoy a movie with anthony hopkins and tom hiddleston and natalie portman and renee russo um and chris eccleson um but um I, again, thought it was a whole lot of fun, like the way you guys thought. And it's got some really cool sequences and effects and um, really cool character moments. Uh, it's the most my... you ever see of Asgard in all three movies. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, I mean, I, I love – that's my favorite scene probably. I remember watching it in the IMAX uh, 3D, IMAX 3D when uh, Frigga dies and they hold that Viking funeral. And you can see all the visuals kind of like pop off the screen of the lights and – the arrows flying towards her and her turning into the stardust and things like that. So um, I thought it was really cool. And it again, man, I, I, I was telling John, I said it must have hit people emotionally crazy because you had uh, the death of Frigga. And then right after that, you get the quote unquote death of Loki. And you're like, wow, like this is 
dark AF. Like Thor just lost basically two members of his family right right then and there. And um, but yeah, I mean, with with character moments like that, uh, I think this is definitely one of those movies that you still should check out. Um, it probably won't be the worst Marvel movie I think in your lineup just because of how much fun it actually is. Yeah. I think it's a classic case of of what studios do all the time. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, which is course yep. correct. It's, you know, what what worked in the most recent thing that we did and how can we do that? And it and it's not as bad as I think uh, a Suicide Squad where it it was a Oscar literal Oscar winning Suicide Squad. Yeah, Oscar winning Suicide Squad where it's a complete, you know, uh hatchet job where they add comedy into the movie. This movie is kind of in the middle uh of what was, yeah, just a weird experiment. And I think mm-hmm. the, the Avengers was funny and it worked well with a, an ensemble because that was Joss Whedon's making a Joss Whedon movie. And I think if they had let Alan Taylor make an Alan Taylor movie, it would have probably made the exact same amount of money as it did. It was the 12th highest grossing movie of the year. It wasn't right. the biggest movie ever. And I think they expected that. I mean, this wasn't going to... But it probably could have been like, you know, it probably better, would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. yeah, the movie itself would have been better. And so I, I, it's going to be interesting because it's not as though Marvel just completely learned from this. I think they're still, they're still kind of yeah. trying to figure it out now. I mean, later on, we're going to talk about movies where directors have left completely, and it, and it, and oh yeah, from yeah, this, you're right, you're totally <coughs> from Marvel, right. huh? What? Did great. Can you say that with a little bit more fun editing? Uh-uh. Okay. And if you notice, like very few of these directors come back to direct a second outing. Yeah. I mean, we, you don't see it's, Scott Derrickson jumping on the train to direct a. Doctor Strange too. That was so, actually one of the uh, things that I wanted to bring up uh, eventually when you know I came back probably on another podcast, yeah, uh, or another episode. Uh, was that the only reoccurring uh, uh, director that you see? John is, Favreau is is uh, well. John Favreau only did two out of Boom. the three, and then he but, quit after that second one. But yeah. the Russo brothers, Russo brothers, yeah, and Gun. uh, James and Gunn, Gunn. Yeah. and those are the only two. And we didn't we didn't got um, disenfranchised though after that that second oh, one. That's yeah. True. But they always seem to kind of leave after their second movie. Gunn is the only one who's kind of excited to be on board, but I think it's because Gunn knows how to play ball. Yeah, I think mm. you, if you're successful in getting what you wanted to make done, you think, well, I can do that again instead of just being beat through the whole process. The whole process, yeah, exactly. Well, Which I feel like when you, Favreau and, and Brant, not, not Branagh, but like, you know. Um, yeah, Branagh, yeah. Well. Yeah, I think Branagh said the same thing. Like, Branagh, like he said that, like, the only reason he didn't direct this movie is that they literally announced like they were announcing a sequel like after the opening weekend and yeah, he was like, like whoa, 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 whoa. he was like I just, well, and i like, think it's partially due to mm-hmm. how how james gunn already has a lot of what marvel wants in his movie because it's so complete and and i mean he, he's not but also there's the, the characters he can take a little bit more liberty with that because like well, right, more and, freedom, and, yeah, and it, well yeah. and it's easy to when like you make your movie and marvel's like yeah keep doing that and yeah. like oh sweet you know, right but if I he was but that. if he was directing a thor movie they'd be like right. oh, hey yeah. hey tone down that shit like you know yeah, James Gunn had a great blank slate, which was he wasn't on Earth. And yeah, so he could which literally is that choose. no one knew who the Guardians and of the Galaxy were. were. Yeah, he could exactly. pick and yeah. choose who he wanted to be in the movie and set him in different places because no one was going to care. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And they so didn't make group from Planet he, X. Or he got to just make a Jason movie, is, is which father. is really great. And we'll talk about that, I guess, maybe next Maybe some other time. Week. Maybe. No, next week. Soldier. All right, never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go to plugs. What do you guys have to plug? John, I know you have so many podcasts. <laughs> um, You're I always have, on a podcast, John. Only, Every day of the week, you can hear John. 
Um, guys, if you guys want to go listen to all of the Delphin Pod podcasts, whether it be Revenge of the Sequel, uh, Countdown to Infinity, The Sitting Room. Revenge of the Sequel is still pending. Still yeah, pending. Revenge of the Sequel is still on a prolonged hiatus because of Go, we're doing the this. Overfield Paradox, but, maybe. Um, we will maybe. be back pretty soon, know. hopefully with season four. Season, uh, six seasons in a movie. Boom. So, um, Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to all the uh, podcasts on the Sticker Fridge Network. Um, you know, Blank is the Killer. Um, oh, shit, I'm just forgetting. Director Showdown. Director Showdown. Director Showdown. Um, uh, they have the new uh, sports fan films. podcast. Yeah, fan, fan Films Movie Club podcast. Um yeah, the new uh, Sticker Fridge Sports Podcast, Why which is on I there. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, check out, you know, Sticker Fridge is on Instagram, you know, Twitter. You guys can go check out those pages. They have some really cool content coming there. Um, we have some really exciting content coming towards you as well. So it should be pretty awesome. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all my plugs. Boom. Clay? Clay Aiken. Aiken Clay. So, uh, of course, uh, I am a guest. But uh, you can find me. But I'm looking me forward to taking at- over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to pushing each and every one of you out. <laughs> well, uh, you can find me at Fanboy Clay on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, and, of course, I am uh, at Heroes and Fantasies uh, with Drew over here. Boom. And hopefully very soon uh, I have some more uh, plugs that I can actually add on to that. Uh, what about you, Boom. Drew? Me? Um, it's basically what Clay said. All right, guys. No, kidding. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, if you liked what you saw, let us hook you up with some more cool Thor stories back at the shop. So you know where it be. You know where to find me. So on Spotify, the number two country that downloads this podcast is the UK. Can you say something in their language? It's the same language. No, I, I it's don't. It's in English. Are you sure? Cheerio, tea, and crumpets. I That's feel a, like oh my this God, definitely like needs to be cut out. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, I feel like I'm it. keeping yeah. that in. Guys in the UK, Heroes and Fantasy. Party. They have a Facebook page. No, they don't. <laughs> He's what? my boss. No. I'm not associated with him. Um, I don't. Well, guys, uh, don't, yeah, definitely what everyone says, we support. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for supporting the podcast for so kidding. long. We have good things coming to all of you. Halfway yeah. there. Revenge of the... We're halfway there. We're halfway Revenge of the what? There. What were you going to say? Revenge of the... Whoa! <laughs> uh, on Revenge of the Sequel, the podcast about sequels, we have some sweet interviews we haven't even released yet. Boom. Lost we episodes, have, like, baby. Speed all two. of the casts from SpongeBob, uh, the ah. Clerks, the guys from Clerks. <laughs> There's so many movies that we have to we have to talk about. Yeah, we it, got this. We'll We're just get there. sitting yeah, on those sitting gonna, on those interviews. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, we we'll get got there. Eventually. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, Revenge, We're doing You'll Revenge of the see. Countdown right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Countdown's Infinity, guys. Every single week so far, we haven't missed one. Next so week, you shouldn't miss us. Catch us on the Winter Soldier vibes next got- week. Bye, guys. Later. Bye.